Woo! <laughs> well, a great way to start the episode by me just shouting woo for our um, <laughs> uh, like. I know I said I wasn't that drunk. I'm, I don't think I am very drunk. Um, but hello, everyone. Welcome to the Arsholics podcast. It's Roger. I've had a couple of drinks. Um, genuinely, I'm less drunk than the intro has made out. Um, but <laughs> we've got um, we've got we've got mice and we've got Aaron in here. Hello, boys. You're right. Good, yeah, man. good, good. Clearly not doing as well as you, but yeah, I'm trying to catch up. But... <laughs> that is like, can we just talk about that glass? What's in that glass? That's um, it's a brandy. It was basically I started pouring, and I was like, oh, there's a little bit left in the bottle. Might as well finish it. And obviously, overestimated the size of the glass and my capacity to actually be able to finish this. So, have you had anything this? before this glass? No, no, no. Uh, okay. just, no. First time I sat down all day. It's been a stressful day, mate. You can deserve your drinking. We're going to get in some really interesting shit now, aren't we? Like this is a very, it's a very different episode. Um, so for, for those of you who don't, who don't know, we're doing our World Cup preview today. Bit random, bit different. It's not really Arsenal related, um, but you know, it is, it is the day before the World Cup. That's mad, isn't it, Aaron? It is. It is. Are you looking forward to it? I don't know. Like, I'm hoping this episode get, gets me into it. It's kind of, it still feels like it's sort of come out of nowhere. Um, and I'm still a bit, you know, as an Arsenal fan, doing so well, I kind of miss the fact that I'm not going to get to see Arsenal play. Um, and, you know, the main, that, for me, the main thing this tournament is that no one gets bloody injured. That's at the end of the day. No, Arsenal. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Arsenal players. Get, I don't, yeah, sorry. I've, I've, got, like, I've, got, I've got like this massive morality flex going on. No, it's, um, no, I just really, yeah, just make sure that none of our boys get injured because, you know, quite a few of them are at the World Cup now. And uh, and it's such a really, it's a, like Sod's Law, right? The first time for a World Cup to be in the middle of a season, to be the season that we're actually like running things. I mean, like, what are the chances? Um, but, you know, it, it, I, I'm really hoping that this little World Cup preview that we do actually just sort of gets me gets me going because uh, I didn't really I, I hadn't really thought about it too much and who who I think are the favourites and who I think are the um, you know who, who I think is not going to do well. I hadn't thought about it that much before I prepared for this episode. But Mize, it, it feels like you're generally out of all of us the one who's more into international football generally. Like I think that's a fair yes. Thing, that's probably fair, pretty fair. I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, every England game that comes around friendlies qualifiers, I'm kind of all over it because I'm I'm not, to be honest. Like I, I follow it, I watch the games, but it's not like the same as, uh, uh, as as how I follow Arsenal, basically. But when it comes to tournaments, you know, I do, I do get into it. I get caught up in the hype. Um, you know, I get the England shirt, all the rest of it. And um, yeah, I do, I do support, support the country and, I mean, yeah, like I, it's interesting because normally, you know, it's kind of what everyone else has been saying, right? You know, normally when there's a tournament in the summer, you get, you get the closure of the season, Champions League final, you know, or playoff final, whatever the last game is, season's closed, you have a break, there's a really good build up to the tournament um, in terms of, you know, what the squad's going to look like, who's injured, they're probably England play a couple of friendlies. Everyone play a couple of friendlies. You kind of get to size up how other teams are doing all of that kind of stuff. And obviously it's in the summer. Um, so you just get that natural excitement as you're going into the summer. And obviously we haven't got any of that. And it is really, really weird. Like and you guys are saying you're not really up for it um, or, or, you know, that excitement hasn't really hit you yet. <clears throat> and it's exactly the same for me. Like it does feel weird that the world cup starting tomorrow, it's just really, really strange. Um, obviously the whole, 
um you know who's hosting it and and what's gone on there and all the kind of controversy with with that it it does make it you know i it, it does make it quite difficult to be honest to that 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 probably contributes a lot to the reason why why i'm not as excited as i normally would um but i'm i'm sure that kind of after the first game and the first game is not i don't know what what to expect from qatar and ecuador but i guess as the tournament really kicks in on monday three three or four games on monday i think and then it's like four games a day and it's just like a festival of football i i that's that's the thing i absolutely love it's just you you literally wake up okay in this case anyway because of the time difference you know you pretty much wake up <laughs> i'm going to be logging into work and have my tv on in the background all day because there's pretty much a game yeah from 10 o'clock all the way to the evening and that that's the bit i love just the fact that there's just so much football to consume um and i think the other really good thing about this world cup but you know th- thinking about it uh, as you said raj you know leading up to this episode and thinking about kind of how i expect people uh, teams to do i think it's quite an open world cup i'm sure we're going to talk about who we think are going to win it and our favorites and i think there are a couple of strong favorites but i think it's actually quite an open world cup and i guess there is just this just massive uncertainty or unknown because it's in the middle of a season you just don't know like how the favorites are going to perform you don't know how england are going to do um it might just come down to the team that are the freshest it might just come down to the team that um I don't know, like have the most kind of continuity taking, you know, for, taken from from how players are playing for their clubs. So yeah, it's just it's it's just really really odd um, to be honest overall. But I, I'm excited, but not as excited as I would be for a summer tournament. Let's put it like that. Yeah, I think you've um, I think you've broke it down pretty well. I mean, Aaron, and like you are generally speaking politically left of the left. I describe you as you know you're like you're like you're like the brown Corbyn mate. You're the brown Corbyn. You're the brown <laughs> Corbyn. I, but I mean, I'm talking a relative scale. I mean, you know, you, you, let's say let's say if you put the arseholics in a batch, and Nero's <laughs> not right here, here right now. So let's just like let's just call him the Trump on the right. <laughs> Although, um, yeah, there's based on nothing. But my anyway, point is, um, uh, the the reason why I set you up in that way, right, is um, there's lots of stuff that's intertwined right in terms of there's all the kind of morality and ethics stuff but there's also this thing the fact that it's in like the middle of the season it's kind of hard to figure out sometimes i think what is the core reason as to why um you know it feels a bit weird right um but from your perspective for example right if this world cup in qatar was at the end of the season um and if it was like as in the normal time a normal world cup is do you think there'd be as um do you think there'd be more kind of um uh, eagerness and kind of uh, more um, anticipation around it and like you know regardless of all that other stuff yeah probably i mean i'm personally i have no issue with it being in november like it's not it's not ideal you'd love it to be in the summer but look the world is a lot of the world is very hot in in july right so does that mean like half of these countries in africa and you know parts of the, even parts of the US and the, the, plenty of World Cup in the US in four years and that's going to be ridiculously hot in some parts of the US so I don't have any issue with moving it to November like if it's the World Cup like football can stop for four weeks that's okay right it's more just FIFA how it was won you know I've been watching that Netflix documentary on FIFA and you know all the corruption that comes with that and then you know how it. You know, I think it's more the geopolitical issues of you know human rights. Look at also, look at big words like geopolitical. Look at, 
<laughs> yeah, the, ge- the geopolitical issues of like the human rights and then FIFA, more FIFA. I think Qatar, FIFA have like done well to like hide themselves from this, but in my opinion, they're far, far worse than Qatar. Well, statement made. Yeah. Jeez. Um, I mean, I guess it's funny. The Netflix documentary has kind of come at a, a very interesting time and it feels like everyone is, uh, everyone, if they weren't aware of all the, the kind of FIFA allegations, et cetera, they, they are now, um, you know, all that stuff to say, cause you know, just, just, you know, what we're going to do on this podcast today is we are going to just try and, um, really get into the football of it right and we're gonna we're gonna talk through our predictions on who we think is gonna be um who's gonna come out winners who's gonna be rubbish who are gonna be um breakthrough players we're gonna have a few questions that we're gonna answer um but um just before we get into all of that right and i know we've touched on some of the reasons why you know we stroke people aren't necessarily as up for it as normal etc let's just talk about the arsenal lens slightly um so you know, it is a bit of a random time um, and whatever, but, you know, Arsenal flying at the top of the league, five points clear. Uh, do you think Arteta is going to be happy about the fact that this World Cup has, has kind of come now um, versus, say, how happy a Pep or, um, you know, any of the other rival managers would be? What do you think the difference is, Mize, with how they're all feeling? Um, I think if you're Pep, I think you're probably quite concerned, to be honest, because... Um, yeah, as the comment from Shani's just mentioned, obviously I know Haaland's not going, but or hasn't gone, obviously, but well, I'm sorry, Norway haven't qualified, but I think they've got like 16 call-ups. So it's it's basically their entire first team as, uh, aside from Haaland and probably quite a few of their other important players. Um, so I, I, I think you're probably a little bit more comfortable. Look, if you look at it like this, right? If you're Arteta, you're five points clear. I think we've got, is it eight players that have travelled? I actually don't know. Six, eight, something like that. It feels light. Yeah. Is it only that much? I know we we, we did say before that it wasn't that many, but should we reel them off if we can right yeah, now? Like yeah. so, so, so England's got Ramsdale, White, Saka. Yeah. Um, then Partey's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, Brazil, Jesus um, and uh, Martinelli. Um, then Granit Jack has gone. Matt Sorry, Turner. Turner. Turner's gone. Um, Tommy Yasu's Tommy. gone. Okay. Um, but outside from that, who's gone? Has anyone else gone? No. I don't know if anyone else gone. Edgar didn't go. Gabriel didn't. Oh, uh, Saliba. Saliba. Oh, Saliba. Gone. Of course. Yeah. Sorry. Um, obviously, Zinchenko didn't go. Yeah, Vieira so, didn't go. Was it eight, uh, nine, or ten? ten I mean, okay. it's, yeah, it's still yeah, a bit yeah. pretty big number. And I guess of of those, I'm not sure how many are there's a few of them that probably won't get any minutes or if if maybe very minimal. So I think if you're Arteta, I mean, look, it hasn't come at the best time because we're on such amazing form, right? Or we've been in such amazing form. We've been on this fantastic run. Um, but I think you're, I think, yeah, if you're Pep, you're probably slightly sweating because you're probably thinking I've got to come back in Jan potentially with a, a bit more of a depleted squad. If, you know, out of those 16 players, I can't imagine all of them are going to come back fit. There's probably going to be one or two that might need a bit more time or might have pick up an injury. Who knows? Um, and ultimately Arteta's probably looking at the table or looking at our position and thinking we're in a pretty strong position. So, you know, at the end of the day, mate, it comes down to a bit of luck as well, right? Like who knows, you know, literally Hazes could come on for 20 minutes in, in a game and, and get injured. Oh, any, it can happen to anyone. Right. So, mm. so it's just, it is what it is. It's a bit of a wild card in terms of, never happened before um in a season and just no one knows what to what to expect i guess the other 
and this applies to everyone, I guess, right? But you know, the fact that we've got a window to do something if we need to, we, you know, everyone comes back 26, well, first game back 26 of December. We then, you know, we can assess everyone when they come back at towards, you know, basically around Christmas time. And it gives us the opportunity to really um, assess what we need to do in the transfer window. I know you guys were talking about it on the last episode mm. um, in, in, and that was really interesting, but, you know, injuries in the World Cup could ha- play a massive factor in what our transfer strategy or policy or decisions are in January. And I guess the same for City and everyone else as well, right? But um, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, we, you know, we talked about it right at the start of the season. Everyone knew what was coming. So it's just one of those things that you've just got to see how it plays out. Hope for the best. Hopefully nothing really, really bad happens to anyone. Um, and see where we are when they come back in, what, four, five, six weeks, whatever it is. And I and I guess with some of our players, you look at kind of Tommy Asu, for example, he's look at their their group i don't think japan are, i mean they're not you know if you're looking at the odds they're not going to get out of their group so he might be three games and back home kind of thing so there's that as well to look at there'll probably be a few players that won't play that much and a few players that hopefully will be back pretty soon i say hopefully but you know what i mean you know so you just got to see how it goes man I'm- on that on that note my so whilst we were just having that discussion on arsenal players i remember there was a guy on twitter there's always a guy on twitter or person on twitter i guess <laughs> could be a girl um and they analysed, like, out of the top five, six teams who are going to have the most number of guaranteed starters that goes furthest into the World Cup and who has the least. So, obviously, Newcastle by far have the least. I think they've only got uh, Trippier, who's likely to start in, in a team that's likely to go far. Um, we've got four, although Ben White wasn't included in that list in terms of starting and likely to go far. So, you could argue if Ben White plays for England... That's five. So we've got Turner, Partey, Saka, Jesus, um, and then White and Ramsdale, who may or may not play regularly. Um, but Man City, they've got 11. So uh, Chelsea have got nine, uh, Liverpool six, Tottenham seven. Oh, wow. So in terms, like, obviously, this is like if Tomiyasu and Japan get to the final, that might be... <laughs> You know, it might skew the numbers a bit or whatever. Or Xhaka, you know, they might go far. Like, but mm. it's it's okay. I think you're right. Injuries could screw us. Like Jesus is the one that really worries me. Like Martinelli might play, might not. You don't know. But you know, it's not. We're. I feel like we're less exposed than like, you know, someone like Man City. They've got Walker. They've got Stones, Diaz, Laporte, Ake, Cancelo, Rodri, Phillips, De Bruyne, Gundogan, Silva, Foden, Grealish all who could play and go far. Um, now, it's all subjective, but it could be worse, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and even yeah. and a couple of those players you mentioned, I don't think Ramsdale, I mean, it would, I think Pope's second choice, so it will take an absolute disaster for Ramsdale to get a game. Personally, I don't think yeah. Southgate will go for him. And I think Ben White as well, I, I, I don't think he's going to get... He didn't, I don't think he played any minutes in the Euros. He went, he didn't play any minutes I, I, from memory. I think it would be the same kind of thing. You know, he, I think he just about scraped into the squad and that's obviously a you know a separate debate as to whether he should have just made it or based on merit but yeah yeah i mean that's that's really interesting i think that kind of backs up kind of yes yeah. i mean they like put they put turner on this list but do we really care if turner plays five yeah. games at the world cup probably not right mm. it's probably good for him if anything probably good for so, him exactly yeah. yeah so yeah it's going to be an, it's going to be an interesting tournament the ones we really worry about Partey, saka jesus the three that start probably start quite regularly and do they though might like, go do all of those, yeah. do those, yeah. they do well Partey definitely Partey does. Saka, Partey you would does. assume he would 
Jesus, yeah, I mean they've got Brazil got so many good players. You don't know they could rotate quite. Easily. I don't. I don't think he starts. I think they go um, Richarlison, Neymar, and um, either Rafinha or. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, Vinicius. I forgot about him, Vinicius. And then I was going to say um, Rafinha or Anthony, but no, yeah, Vinicius starts obviously. So they've just got so so much uh, yeah attacking wealth, haven't they? So yeah, it's, it's a bit, it, like Saka as well. I think we we do assume that he's going to start, right? Because like Southgate does like him, but but as we've sort of seen in in I think the Euros, it was hard to predict what he was going to do until the very start of the tournament. I don't think anyone predicted Calvin Phillips, for example, was going to be a starter in the Euros. So Southgate could bring a surprise. Don't know. Um, but okay, guys, let's um let's get into the meat of this. Let's have some fun. So. We have been doing live episodes for a little while now, um, but uh, uh, we are also going to do something new today. We're going to try and share a slide. <laughs> With yeah? animation. I know, I know that sounds like a man like, who's just discovered like... PowerPoint in 1995. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I would like to say like, I'm somewhat Don't... of a, you know, I'm somewhat of a PowerPoint connoisseur. Don't cock it up, Raj. That's all I'm going to say, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of pressure of saying that. Um, so let's see if this works. Um, what we've done, so that everyone is teed up appropriately. So we've got some predictions that we've um, we've all done. Nero has also done some predictions. And he's in New York at the moment, so he can't join us. I mean, that's not the reason why he can't join us. He never joined us, does he? But anyway, um, <laughs> he's in New York. And yeah, but he provided his uh, he provided his um, his predictions. So we have them as well as a, as a fourth set of predictions. And um, let's run through them um, now. Ta-da. Come on, please work. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Bang. Okay. So hopefully everyone sees a, a bit of a, a grid here with some very handsome guys at the top. Oh, really, really handsome guys actually. You're on there too. <laughs> It's a bit of a boy. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay, mate. Okay. <laughs> you know, this is uh do, do, do you guys remember where this this is all from the same picture? Do you remember where that when that was? Do you remember the that game? It was uh, Brighton. Uh, it was yeah, the first game back COVID. after COVID, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that right? Maybe I couldn't I, remember that wasn't a I didn't know the answer. Was, <laughs> That's what I was asking. It was in the um yeah, in the it was in the Horatia and we ordered um some sort of chicken. I remember. Fucking that. hell! You actually even know the nice. what yeah. we ordered. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> because I was amazed that the pub allowed us to order food. Like for me, that's like not a normal thing. I mean, you look so happy in the picture. So obviously, you're really, <laughs> you're really happy about it. Nero, Nero, Nero was there, mate. I was just happy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, look, as you can see, everyone, we have got six questions that we're going to go through today. We're gonna we're gonna first go through who we think are gonna uh, be the champions. We're gonna then say who we think is going to win the coveted golden boot. There's going to be surprise package. Um, so, you know, who, who, who has been surprisingly good in terms of um, which team has been surprisingly good. Um, thanks for coming. It's a little bit of a cricket phrase there, TFC. So, you know, who uh, might as well have just bloody stayed at home because they were so rubbish. Um, and uh, he's been pants. So which player has been um, pants <laughs> um, and uh, uh, who, who who wasn't expected to be pants? So who's been the surprising pants person? And baller alert is who the breakthrough player is, like who is the one that all of a sudden perhaps is on the um, global radar that wasn't previously. Um, and I, w- I was trying to think about who this was, who has this been in previous seasons? Um, because it's not always a young player. 
you know, it's not necessarily always a young player. It could just be a player who plays for, um, you know, someone like Iran that no one ever really paid attention to that that has a semi-decent tournament. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what everyone says. I I know what everyone has said, but the other guys don't know what everyone else has said. So before I get onto the champions point, um, it, you know, anything you guys want to say before we get into the meat of this? Not really, no. to be honest. I'm happy to get, happy <laughs> yeah, to get straight into it. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so uh, let's put up what who we all said we thought we were gonna uh, we're, we're gonna be champions. Here we go. Wow. Well, oh. oh. Okay. Well, not a huge amount of disparity, um, but there are two teams that we should talk about. Um, Mys, why don't you kick it off? Represent yourself and Nero here, talking about Argentina. Why do you think Argentina are going to be champions? I think. Okay, so there's there's a few reasons. Um, I think when you look through their site, well, first of all, they're they're on this ridiculous. Well, I say ridiculous. I think it's pretty ridiculous. Um, unbeaten run of I think it's thirty six games. They haven't lost, and I think if they get through a certain portion of the tournament unbeaten, I think a couple of games or a few games, then they break like the all time record. Anyway, look, I'm not saying that that necessarily means they're going to win the World Cup, but it obviously means they were coming into it in very very good form. Um, so that was one of the reasons why I picked them. The other reason was when you look through their side, there's quite a lot that uh, in terms of their squad and who they're likely to start, there's quite a lot that I like about them. Um, and, um, especially so <clears throat> central midfield is quite interesting because they've got obviously Benton who <laughs> annoyingly actually really, really rate. And I think he's actually done well, really, really well this season. And, he seems to have been a big part of why Spurs seem to have come back in games. I know he's scored quite a few late goals and I think he scored the winner the other day. Um, but I think when you watch him, when he when he kind of has his leashes um, removed by Conte when Spurs need a goal, he's actually a really good attacking midfielder and he's actually really good in the box. Um, and him and Valverde in central midfield, um, Valverde at Real Madrid looks like um, a, a really really good player so quite quite excited or i'm not excited but i think I, I basically rate both of them in central midfield and obviously going forward you know argentina have always had like serious firepower going forward obviously messi um Latar- uh, martinez um di maria uh, they've got quite a few options and i think yeah like i said i just think they look very very strong um throughout the team and i think a part of me a big big part of me picked argentina just purely because of messi i think I'd obviously want England to win it. Um, but if England don't win it, then kind of up there is a close, a very, very, very close second in terms of what I'd want to happen. This world cup would probably be messy to finally win a world cup. And it's just that kind of, you know, romantic, like football romance side of me that just wants that to happen. Like Maradona won one for, um, for Argentina. It just feels, it just feels like it would be right. It'd probably be his last world cup. Um, and it just feels like it'd be right. And it would just kind of cement what I, 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 you know, I know there's a debate about him and Ronaldo and whatever, but you know, for me, I, I'm a messy, messy guy. I, I prefer Messi, And um, I think it would just cement his kind of legacy and his kind of greatness. And um, it'd just be very, very fitting for him to, for him to win it. Um, and it would just be really, really nice to see basically. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's one of the big reasons, but I like that, you know, I, I do think they have a very, very good team as well. 
So I don't know so much about how they play necessarily or and how they've been doing to the build-up of this tournament, but is some of this fueled by what you want rather than what you believe will, will happen? Or like, or, or do, you know, do you... Because, you know, the, if we think about who the other, like, bookies' favourites are for this tournament, you've got Brazil, you've got France, you've got, you know, you've got England, whatever. Like, um, you know... W- is it is it is it the messy factor and is it that the i mean is it that is it is it the quality of messy that is set as a part or is it is it is it the fact that you actually you know you have that kind of like like you said it's more of a you'd love it to happen because of the it's a, of it. it's a bit of both it's a bit of both and to be honest there was a, there was a part of me that didn't want to just go with brazil to be honest like everyone i know both of you guys have gone for brazil and fair enough like you can't argue with that but i feel like brazil they go into every World Cup as the favourites, pretty much. Yeah, like yeah, they, they, they're expected to win the World Cup. They're at least expected to kind of get to the final. Anything less than that is probably considered failure for if you're if you're a Brazilian um, or if you support Brazil. So, I kind of wanted to be a little bit different as well. But um, look, if you say to me, I think Brazil are going to win the World Cup, which is obviously what you think, I couldn't really argue with that because based on the quality of their squad as well um you 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 look at that and you just think they are very again very very strong all over but um yeah there's definitely a big part of me that's just i would love i would genuinely love to see messi win it like that that would be if england can win it amazing obviously um and if they can't then i think next choice for me would be for be would be for messi to win it sorry and for him to win it for argentina and i think they've actually got not a bad route to the final um I think if if everything goes to plan, they'd probably play Brazil in the semis. But I think the f- the first knockout round they play, um, assuming they win their group, which they should because they've got a fairly. This is the other thing. I think they've got a pretty good group: Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland. So they should really top that group. Um, should put themselves into like you know uh, a positive position in terms of form. And then I think they play. They'd obviously play who's second in the France group. And if it's not France, it's probably Denmark who are a tough team to be fair. Um, but you probably back Argentina and then, and then, you know, it's a lottery of quarterfinals and semifinals. So who knows, but yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Aaron, Brazil. Um, why do you think Brazil are going to win it over Argentina? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I think for me, you look at the amount of attacking talent Brazil have probably just about edges Argentina, but I think, Brazil have a better defense than Argentina. I think with um, they've got obviously Casemiro, uh, what's his name, Marquinhos. Is it Militao? Militao, I'm making that up. Um, who also he's, starts? He's awful. Is he the Real Madrid? He's a Real Madrid. Is it no? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, a, yeah. there's a guy that's from Real Madrid. He's awful. I think it's him. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, and I think they look like they've got a. <sighs> They look like they're they're cooking nicely for this tournament. And I think they've come, you know, obviously Argentina beat Brazil in the Copa America final, didn't they? And then um they yeah, that was Messi's like moment, and that was great for him. And I think, you know, Messi, Messi is obviously very good. And I think Messi will, you know, if Argentina are gonna have to win, Messi will have to do something very, very special. Um, but I think all around, Brazil have got better goal scorers and more, can do more. Um They've got you know Neymar, they've got Jesus, they've got uh, Paqueta, they've got Rafinha, they've got Anthony, they've got oh, it's just ridiculous. And then Martinelli, like one of our best players, can barely get a look in. Like just about made that squad. But they um, can only they can only play 
three, four, three, four of them. Yeah, yeah, probably pay four of that lot. And and I think you know you look at. I just think overall they're probably a better a better defensive unit. I think you know Argentina probably start Emmy Martinez still right, who's obviously good. But then you've got Brazil, you've got Edison, Allison. Like I think man for man, they 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 just look like a better setup. And I think overall, like if Brazil want to shut out a game, they can. Um, Argentina, I still think might be a little bit more suspect at the back, and I think. Therefore, if they play each other in the semis, like you say, Myers, mm. I mean, it's going to be a mental game <laughs> if it happens. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think Brazil will just edge it. The only thing stopping Brazil, I think, is the pressure. Because, yeah, exactly. you know, their favourites, everyone's putting a lot of pressure on people like Neymar, for example, to come good. Um, you know, I, I work with a lot of actually Brazilians and Argentinians and like the world cup for them is like another thing like it is religion it is there like like we take it seriously but for them like they still every day talk about um the germany game like a, a seven stain one. like a, yeah a seven one like a like a, a humiliation every, every, like, every day wow like, that yeah. must be that must it's be difficult. like it's trauma for them how's, right how's that <laughs> every, day? every day yeah so it's and i think the pressure of that could get to them especially if they're favorites um and this team, you know, they haven't really tasted that much success, right? This is, you know, they're they're burdened by the pressure of the, you know, the old Ronaldo era, the Ronaldinho era, that team. And this is as good as Brazil have been for a long, long time, right? And I wonder if the pressure will get to them. That's fair. I um, <clears throat> The only things I would add to that as to reasons why, you know, I've gone for Brazil. I do think that Argentina and Brazil... I, I I feel like it was going to be someone from South America. Like the only reason that I didn't go for France, um, the reason why like I, I probably pipped, um, you know, France with Brazil is is because of the climate. To be honest, like I think they'll handle the climate better. Um, firstly, but then um, in terms of Brazil versus Argentina, yeah, look, I think um, I think they're less reliant on one person. To be honest, like I think there's there's just there's a lot of quality everywhere. It feels like even with Neymar, right? I mean, he's probably their main player, but it, it feels like he plays as a false nine for them. Um, to the net less reliant necessarily on on him coming up with the goods. Um, and if he doesn't, let's just say he's off form or if he gets injured, well, Gabriel Jesus is is playing an incredible kind of season in a in a not false nine role, but in a nine role that is doing a lot of hard work to bring other players in. And I think it feels like Brazil like rely a lot on their wide players. Um so it feel it feels like everything is they've got everything in place, you know, it, 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 for, for me. Like and I know you like you know you made a good point. They kind of go they go in every season as favorites, but um every World Cup as favorites more or less. But it, it does often feel like in those World Cups there are another bunch of teams that you can also say, oh, like they're like really, really intense. And I think the only other team for me, apart from Argentina, was France, which I really felt like had a squad. I think France and Brazil's squad are both, uh, you know, probably uh, one level above everyone else's. Um, but I think the the, the climate, etc. I think that 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 will play a part. The other thing, the other interesting thing, right, is you know, as M- you mentioned about like Messi, the Messi factor last World Cup. It could be Neymar's last World Cup. Like it could be. You know, he's he's, thir- he's 30, so he'll be 34 30 the next now. World Cup. Yeah. I think he's 30. Okay. Mm, maybe. Yeah. 34. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, like look, you probably bank on him making the next squad, but 
34 and you know with a lot of the young talent that that Brazil have like I don't know like will he, is this his, is this like the, the world cup where he has to where, where he shines um really yeah. like um so I think there is a little bit there's a little bit of that just yeah yeah just to address the point that came up from Nick Nack um so it's a fair point forward line is great and I, and I well not really addressing the point but I mean Aaron and you were talking about how solid Brazil look at the back and I think to be fair like I think Martinez as in um goalkeeper Martinez for Argentinas I think he's actually been really really good for them um I know he can be a bit iffy for Villa um but also they've got um the short Martinez and um Christian Romero at the back I think that's yeah probably but I, was, I was reading that apparently Otamendi starts over here Otamendi yeah quite surprising because I don't know how old Otamendi is nowadays but and obviously Otamendi is um, just like a very kind of risky, not risky, but you know, the way he plays and his aggression and everything. And yeah, it could, it could cost them, but uh, potentially they've got a decent center back, center back pairing there. But I, I agree. Look, I think if you're looking at on paper, Brazil probably do have overall a better squad. And yeah, like I said, their firepower going forward is ridiculous. Like they literally have three or four world-class players that won't start in terms of going forward and, and, and their attacking players. So like I said, I can't, I can't disagree that, you know, when you someone says Brazil are going to win the World Cup, I can't disagree with it. But um, there's definitely a part of me that just I really do want to see like Messi lift it. To be honest, I think it would just be very, very just fitting, fitting really. Best player in the world win the World Cup. Fair play, fair play. Um, let's go on to Golden Boot because some of this might be linked to um, you know our champion predictions. So here we go. Three, two, one. Bang. Okay, cool. Well, all three of us on the pod here have named different names. Um, mm. uh, Aaron, let's go to you first, mate. Um, so you went Brazil to win, but you've gone Messi to be um, win the golden boot. That, that, um, that's fair enough. But what's your... So what? Talk, talk me through that. Why do you think Messi? So I think Argentina have the easier group. Um, they've got Saudi Arabia. That could be 6-0, 7-0. I think I reckon that's probably why St. Myers went St. Martinez for Argentina. Yeah. I reckon yeah. it's probably similar. I did think about that. But again, maybe this is for more sentimental reasons. Um, I can see like Messi just turning on. He looked like he was, you know, I haven't watched a lot of PSG this season, but it looked like they've been coming into some form and that, you know, Messi looks like he's been playing, a, you know, but not back to his best, but a much higher level of football than he was last season, for example. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's sentimental, but I think I think assuming Messi on penalties as well. So, mm. I reckon he'll probably just get a few there. Um, Argentina with Di Maria probably, you know, draw out some fouls or get a few penalties, and Messi will take them all. Messi will be on set pieces, um, but for very similar reasons, it could be Martinez. If I wasn't going Messi, I'd go Martinez. It's interesting because it's like the same logic that you've applied. It's a logic that I applied for Neymar. So, because I think for Brazil, you know, he takes a free kick. So I'm pretty sure he takes penalties. It's like a very, very similar logic. Like, I, I, and and that's really the only reason I've got. Because, because I, I was I was debating it a little bit. Because I, again, I don't think he plays as a out and out kind of striker. He plays as more of a you know, like a, a false nine, seemingly for them. But it is for the for a very similar logic. Uh, I don't. There wasn't any of the wide players that I thought was. You know, definitely it was going to be one of them. But I mean, Myers, you went for Latura Martinez. Um, it's, yeah. it's interesting because, like, you don't in the in England, people don't talk about him that much. I know he doesn't play in the Premier League. Is that probably part of the reason? But 
he doesn't yeah. come up in conversation that much, does he? No. When you hear about people talking about top players in Europe, I mean, so yeah. w- why'd you go for him? I mean, every time I've seen him play, obviously, look, I don't, I don't watch him um, Serie A or anything, but you know, every time you see him playing in the Champions League, I, I, I don't know, he's just. I, I feel like I, I think I just really, really rate him. To be honest, I feel like he's a good finisher. He's a very exciting player to watch, um, and his goal record is pretty good. Like I was having a look at it earlier in the week, and he sort of I think he's scored seven goals so far this season in about fifteen games for Inter. So he's scoring at one and one in two, and same for Argentina. I think he's got twenty one in forty games, uh, forty caps for Argentina. So. Um, I feel like he's a player that should get goals in exactly the same kind of rationale that Aaron and gave. They have a relatively straightforward group and there's opportunity there for um, Argentina to really bag some goals. And the only thing is exactly, again, what Aaron and said, like he doesn't take penalties, Messi takes the penalties. So, you know, if they do get a few penalties, then Messi's going to, Messi's going to kind of, um, uh, uh, you know, notch a few goals basically. So, uh, and and to be honest, like even if you look at the last World Cup, it was Harry Kane that won it and he scored, I think, three penalties in the tournament. So it normally is. And I think before that, it was probably like Miroslav Klose previous years. So, you know, normally I think it's the guys that do take the penalties that tend to um, tend to get the golden boot or get close. So, um, but yeah, again, I wanted to go for someone a little bit different, uh, <laughs> to be honest. And yeah, I, I, I feel like Argentina could really bag some goals in the group stage and he could be one of those players that, helps them do that so that that was one of the main reasons and obviously i backed them to win it so i um, wanted to go for an argentinian argentinian to um get the golden boot as well so G, is it is there anyone outside of you know the names that we've mentioned there that were close on your list as as kind of because you know we, we've gone very yeah. champions golden boot we're very argentina brazil heavy is there anyone outside of that circle that yeah that either of you thought could could do it I was tempted to consider Mbappe. Mm. Um, but then I don't trust France this year. They've got injuries. Um, and I just think to retain it would be like a big, big ask. So uh, I, the- I'm sorry, go There's go no on. one else that really came into my head. I think it's going to be one of, I think it'll be either an Argentinian or Brazilian. Unless someone like, someone random just thumps. Like there's another 8 nil or something like that. And someone gets seven goals in one game or something silly like right, that. Right, right, yeah, but, yeah. Um, if you're talking about consistent goal scorers, I reckon it'll be a penalty taker. And I reckon it will probably be from one of those teams. So I went, um, I initially went Darwin Nunes. Mm. Um, Raj, as you know, um, and I changed changed it to Martinez, but I kind of had another look at the groups or the teams in the teams that Uruguay have got to play. And Uruguay have actually got a really like weird group. And I think Uruguay a team that could either absolutely smash it or go out like with three losses. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 obviously he's he's um, done. I, I think he's done pretty well for Liverpool. He's been scoring goals. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and I think if depending on how that group goes, he might end up um he might end up again bagging a few. They've got Korea South Korea in, in their in their group and I don't think that's necessarily an easy game, but again it could be a could be a game where there's quite a few goals. But he was the only there's there's obviously the normal the usual contenders, yeah, Mbappe, even Benzema, who I think maybe he's not quite fit, but um uh he yeah, there's 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 obviously a number of kind of 
what you might call world-class strikers or top quality strikers that potentially could bag a lot of goals. But he was, he was one again, I was looking for someone a little bit different. Um, but yeah, he was, he was the only other one that I was, he was, he was my original pick and then I changed it back to Martinez. Fair play. I have, um, I have to apologize. Like, cause I, um, you know, in the, in the passion of, of this, um, novelty, I suppose, of having this slide up, I have forgotten that there are some people who will be listening audio only and won't get to see the slide. So, hmm. uh, apologies if I, uh, I wasn't clear on who everyone's nominated thus far, but I will, um, I'll do better in, uh, in the next question, the next question, surprise package. So I think the next four questions, it will get a little bit more interesting. Um, and I know that because um, I know what the answers are. And I think there's a little bit more disparity. Uh, so I'm going to go for the surprise package. So to be clear, this is who we all think is going to be a team that will punch above their weight in this tournament. Here we go. Right. So <laughs> Miser said Netherlands. Aaron has, says, has said Senegal. I have said Canada. And uh, Nero has said South Korea. Now. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah, very different. Very, very, very different. Maybe I'll go first this time. I mean, yeah. Nero is not here to talk about South Korea. Um, I don't know why he thinks South Korea. Um, but, um, I'm sure he had his reasons. Maybe really like Son. Maybe. Um, but you could probably argue the same for me. Why would I have gone for Canada? Like, I think, so when I was trying to answer this question, I was also thinking like, what does surprise package even really mean? Like, so is it a case where like, Obviously, different. It's like it's like you know, Mize, you've gone for Netherlands, but at the end of the day, if Netherlands um, get knocked out in the quarterfinals. Um, that isn't going to be, you know, that impressive yeah. for them, but it would be impressive for Canada, for example. Um, yeah, I kind, of, I kind of pushed it with Netherlands to be honest, because I wasn't sure if they could be considered as a surprise package. No, I still think that's fair. I think they could. It depends on how far they go. Oh, yeah, I'll, so, I'll allow Because <laughs> I mean, when I say Canada, right? Like, I don't think that Canada are going to go that far, but I think that. Um, Canada um, are probably in the same kind of bracket as many of the lowest sort of teams there. I think in the rankings, they're very, very, very low. There is a lot of teams that have not made this World Cup that rank above Canada. Um, but Canada do have two very good players in their team. They've got Jonathan David and they've got Alfonso Davis, who are like two genuinely good, um, you know, top European Champions League level footballers. Um, and then they've got a bunch of other kind of, let's just say journeyman types um, who uh, I don't know, they almost remind me of Wales a little bit. Um, no offense <laughs> to Wales, but like, you know, with those other players, it's like, um, you know, like how Wales have had like Bale and Ramsey and then like everyone else. Like, it's like, it, 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 it's kind of like that. But then when I looked at their like group, I can't remember all the teams in their group, but I want to say that, that, that um, Croatia are in there. Um, I can't remember the other teams, but like basically it seemed to be, I think Canada could manage to finish second in that group. Croatia, Morocco, Belgium, I think. I had a, what, so who are you going that out of Croatia? Well, out of those three teams, who's not making it? Well, I think, you know, Belgium, it's a bit funny. Like I just, I don't, Belgium are a bit weird at the moment, but I think there's a chance that Belgium or Croatia like have a bit of a poor tournament. Like either of those teams just could, you know, they're not. Yeah, I think I can, I can see that actually. Yeah, yeah I think I'm with you yeah. on that. I think we're going to come on to that, aren't we, Roger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a, there's a chance there. So I think Canada could then. Um, Canada don't normally qualify for the World Cup, yeah. So even the fact that they're here is like a decent deal. And if they could qualify out of the group, I think that, that'd be really impressive for them just to be getting the knockouts. And then in the knockouts, 
you don't you don't really know like you know like they could just set up shut up shop and play a counter-attacking type of football and they're two very good players are pace merchants they're both just like rapid players what's the name of the Leeds guy is it aronson is it aronson? he's american right isn't he yeah, he's american, is he american? Okay. yeah um so yeah like i so yeah kind of i think it's really just those two guys and like okay right i was trying to like think a of bunch of other people <laughs> okay fair enough yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 I think so. So that's why I went for for them as a surprise. Um, uh, Miles, do you want to go? Why did you say Netherlands? Um, I I think they've actually got a pretty decent spine. Um, if you think of Van Dijk, De Ligt, um, and then Memphis Depay is the kind of player that I don't know what's going on, going on with him at the moment at Barcelona. I think he's just not really getting a look in, but... He's the kind of player that if he really wants to turn it on, I, I've always quite liked uh, Dubai. I know he flopped at United, but um, he's the kind of kind. Of, he's the. He, I think he's that good, but on his day that um, you know he can he can kind of win a game. And I feel like no one's really talking about them as well. But this is what I say. This is what I'm kind of why I said maybe it's pushing it a little bit with them because they're not anywhere near the favourites. But at the same time, they're probably in that second kind of tranche of of. Uh, of, of teams that, you know, potentially might do quite well. Um, and yeah, I think if thing, things potentially go quite well for them, then they could, they could do quite well. And look, they've got arguably, I know Van Dyke's been kind of out of form um, this season, maybe, but so have a lot of Liverpool players, but they've arguably got the, you know, who was the best defender in the world, not that long ago. Um, and if they have a pretty solid defense, then, they might be able to do quite well. And I think it's Van Gaal who's their manager, right? So, mm. um, you know, experienced coach as well. So, so yeah, I kind of plump for them. I think, like I said, right at the start, right? It's just a World Cup where I feel like it's just so many, not unknowns, but just like, it's just such a weird scenario. A first first time we're seeing a World Cup like this is just that you could probably pick one of, as we've all picked four different teams, right? So it could be one of those World Cups where a team you just really don't expect to do well does actually do well. And and look, to be honest, they've got a good group as well, right? They're in the group with Qatar. They should get out of that group pretty easily. So um so yeah I went for went for and what's your but when you say surprise pack, so where do you because obviously if they got out of the group you wouldn't be like, wow, that's a surprise. What was what so you're saying surprise package, so, you think they could go quite far? quarters or semis because i think if they if they win their group they probably play well iran well okay assuming england win out we win our group as well iran usa or wales um you'd back them to beat whoever they play out of those three teams and then again it's it's the lottery of a, a you know quarterfinals knockout football um who knows so you know if they get to the semi if they get even if they get to the quarters that's probably a relatively good tournament for tournament for them i think in the euros they got knocked out straight after the groups and they qualify from their group and then got knocked out if memory serves me right right yeah I think so. um yeah um yeah so 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 like I me mean, look if they, they they should get out of their group i know one of you one of you guys is back two's back to senegal oh near yeah. um yeah you so yeah. <laughs> they're both in the same groups so that's quite interesting actually yeah. um Aaron, talk to us about senegal uh i, I thought so I think, look, so the big one is obviously they've, they've lost Mane, right? And that is a huge loss because if you had asked me about three, four weeks ago, I would have thought um, Mane could have been like the player of the tournament for this this year. Um, but I think they won they won the AFCON. And I think just reading a bit about them in some of the World Cup previews is they, 
they've figured out how to like win a tournament and they play a lot of like tournament football. And although Mane obviously is very, yeah, was, was quite key in that AFCON run and was quite key in their attack, they've still got some like pretty handy players. They've got Koulibaly, they've got Mendy, they've got Ismail Assar, they've got Guye, they've got Dia, um, and a few other players I've never heard of. So, um, <laughs> like, I just think they, they just like reading about them and yeah i watched a little bit of afcon last year but yeah nowhere near enough to like give you a qualified opinion but they look like a team and maybe this is stereotyping a bit but when i see african teams previously at world cup they always look like a bunch of individuals genuinely like in it for themselves rather than playing as a team um you usually have like one person who's like good and then everyone else is a bit rubbish but with Senegal, I get the vibes that they're just a bit more coached and they could be they could be quite good. Um and their group again is not impossible, right? So it's what well, Netherlands, uh God might help me out here because you just probably said it. Um uh, who was it? The groups for um uh, Senegal, Ecuador, Ecuador right? Qatar, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Qatar, yeah. Ecuador. Oh, Qatar, Ecuador, yeah. So Qatar again. Qatar could be an interesting one. I, w- I was very tempted to actually go for Qatar, um, mainly because there's rumours that they just bribed the other teams to like get wins. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ecuador, like, are not very good. Um, so, yeah, I just think that like, Senegal will probably come out of their group. Yeah. Then, if they and again, the Netherlands are tricky, and on their day they could be good, but they, you know, they could give them a game. And then if they get through that group, they win the group they probably get um, someone out of England's group and we'll come on to this in a minute, but then after that, there's a, there's a kind ish run into the quarterfinals and uh, later on. So let's see. I think um, I'm, yeah, it's just a real shame that Mane's not there. I think otherwise they'll be favorites to win that group. I think. Yeah. Mate, I'm so interested to know why Nero said South Korea. That, that <laughs> yeah. is mental. When you look at their group as well, yeah. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay. Yeah, it's a tough group. Really. I wish he was on this right now to hear what, why why he's picked them. Or he's just drunk and he just said the first country that isn't a big isn't a, he's a probably big, an undercover big like, closet. I did say to him, I did, strong fan. but I messaged like as, <laughs> as I was like, look, just say whatever comes in your head. And uh, so maybe, maybe maybe that's why. But um, yeah. Um, right. Nice. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Right. So to be clear, so this is who we think is just like might as well have stayed at home. Um, didn't live up to expectations. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, so, England. Yeah. So, so Mize has gone Belgium. Aaron has gone England. I have gone Uruguay. And Nero has gone um, England as well. So oh, I was rogue with that prediction. I'm very surprised. It's concerning when I have an opinion that is the same as Nero's. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, let's save England uh, just 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 for the okay. end. Um, uh, Miles, do you want to go for Belgium? T- tell us about Belgium. I mean, I just feel like their time has come and gone in terms of everyone talks about this golden generation that they had and. I think they came third in, did they come third in the last World Cup? I'm pretty sure they did. I think they beat England in in the third and fourth place playoff. But regardless, I just feel like, you know, they've obviously got De Bruyne, who's an unreal player. And to be fair, if he he does kind of almost 
play to his potential, which is not even the right right term. It's just a case of, you know, um, if he steps up, then potentially the rest of them step up. And they do have Lukaku, who <sighs> he could potentially just, again, similar to like what Argentina might do in the group stages, he could be a, a player that just bangs in loads of goals against some of the smaller clubs, smaller teams. But I just think when it gets to the business end, I'm not really sure they're going to be able to cut it. Um, I don't really rate Martinez as a manager. I've never really rated him. Mm-hmm. I think he should have done a bit better with the Belgium side that he's had or the, the the level of players and the quality of players that he's had and the group of players that he's had for the last few years. And and I think a lot of them are kind of coming to that end when you think of like, I think I don't even know who's in their squad to be honest, but if uh, um, Vertonghen and Alderweireld are still in their team or in their squad, They've got players like Dries Mertens who are really coming to, like I said, coming to the end of their their, their careers. I just, I'm not, I'm not really sure that, um, I'm not really sure that they they're just going to do do that well from that perspective. And I think Croatia in their group, Croatia are also quite similar, right? Where like, they've got a what 36, 37 year old Modric kind of Modric running their midfield, mm. but Croatia always tend to do quite well in tournaments and. Um, uh, you know, I could see them finishing second to Croatia and then it becomes a lot harder because they, well, regardless, they play one of Spain or Germany uh, in the in the first knockout round and that's going to be difficult regardless of who they play. But um, yeah, I, ju- I just think they're going to have a difficult tournament um, and unless, from what I've understood on how they've been playing, it very much seems like the focus is get the ball to De Bruyne get the ball to Lukaku from there and then score goals. And obviously, and I think Lukaku's not even fit at the moment. I could be wrong on that, but I don't even think he's fit. Um, and yeah, look, they have good players across the squad, but I just feel like they, they, they're kind of at the end of that phase of their players being in their peak. You know, if, if you know what I mean, it's just coming to the end of that period. And my understanding is Martinez, um, sorry, uh, Roberto Martinez, he's not hanging around after the World Cup. I think, he, I think this is the last tournament. So... So yeah, um, I've gone for Belgium. But fair, like the good reasons. Belgium were probably going to be my second choice. I, I went for Uruguay because part, partly because of their group. I think it is a tough group. Um, I, I don't, I don't particularly. I mean, is is Suarez even in the Uruguay squad? Yeah, is he? He is. He is. He is in yeah, the, he'll, yeah start, right. he'll probably start. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we we like. <laughs> Yeah, this is when when that era where you know kind of you know they had Suarez and Suarez was at his peak, like where uh, yeah Uruguay were I think you know pretty a pretty kind of serious underdog, um, but not anymore, man. Like I think even though Darwin Nunes, I think he's handy, and I think Uruguay, like you know they've probably got the odd, the odd good player. If you look at the rest of um, the rest of the squads, I don't think they're quite up uh, up to it. And and the reason why I put them as a thanks for coming. Is they are actually they've got a huge World Cup history, right? They've got massive pedigree. They've got, uh, they, you know, they've got they've 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 got a uh, you know fantastic um, a fantastic history in the World Cup. So partly just because of the size of the nation um, in, in terms of their history is why I've gone for this. I don't think I think there's a chance they won't finish out their group as well. Um, a rematch do... against uh, Ghana in that group. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, that's exactly. Scary. Exactly, I think, and I think that's a, that's the thing. I think I think Ghana. I mean, you know, South Korea. Like, you know, no, I, don't, I mean, I don't think that they're going to do uh, awesome things. But, but I think there's a chance that Uruguay go out. They do. Um, 
just while Raj is coughing, they do have two amazing central midfielders because I, for some reason earlier, I decided to say they were Argentinian, but they're not. <laughs> ben, Bentancur and Valverde. I don't know what I was talking about earlier. Obviously the, the rum's gone to my head, but they well, do have... If we start they, talking about England, he'll be like, uh, oh, England have got Bentancur and Valverde. <laughs> <laughs> so you went by Argentina as champions and like talked about their central midfield. Obviously it was just messy. <laughs> it was just messy. It's messy, messy, messy. That's it. That was the only reason. So if someone is listening to our podcast for the first time, <laughs> they've talked about the no, 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 neither of us corrected sure. you. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. So it's a group thing, right? We failed yeah. together. Uh, we just have so much faith in your opinion, mate, that we don't question it. But next time we'll we'll have to fact check. Yeah, it was a one-off. It was a one-off. Oh, mate, I'm so interested to hear on England. So Aaron, talk to us about England while I like try and cough. Um, yeah, I can't go, put myself on I, I can't put myself on mute. That's the thing. Because well, then, of this, like, oh, I think I can mute you. Hang on. Oh yeah, mute me. Should I mute you? Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. going to unmute himself, is he? He's muted now. No, I'll right, unmute. Okay, okay, fine. Um, Raj, give me the thumbs England up. England is going to be very interesting. So I thought about this, and I was like, out of all the big teams, who is the expectation on to perform, and who do I think will not perform? I think it probably will be England. I think. Okay, I I don't know how outright there is a chance that I think England could go out the group stage, um, and um, <laughs> so I think England's the way look, you look at the Nations League. England are rubbish in the Nations League. Now, I know it's the Nations League, and I think my as I like I yeah they I got to the England final the year before, didn't they? They got to the final the year before the last year. They've not been playing well. Southgate hasn't been able to find that balance. I think he plays that back five, but actually the defenders he plays in that back, the defenders that he has available to him in that back five are not that great. Um, now, we don't know who's going to play, but it will probably be, you know, Maguire's probably going to play. Um, I don't, I think Pickford is, is on, is, has been great for England, but we know that he can be a bit of a liability at times for, for Everton. Um, I think Reese James is a big loss. I think Chilwell is a big loss. We've got Luke Shaw probably starting left wing back, I guess. Um, yeah. Again, he is inconsistent at best. Um, did I mention Maguire already or not? I can't remember. Yeah, I mentioned yeah. Maguire. I mentioned yeah, Maguire. Yeah. Um, like obviously, Ben White could come in there, and I think that could be well. The thing that is uncertain to me is like England have enough good young players to. To, like they need to show up and like run that team, right? So players like Saka, players like Benningham, they're the ones. Foden, like they're the ones that, like, if they, you know, if Southgate says like you are the core of this team, I think they'll do well. Doesn't um, Arteta, but I don't. Yeah, but I don't think Southgate will do that. I think it's going to be a. This is the back five. I don't know why he plays that back five, but he's not going to change from that back five. Um, and you know, it could work out. The defenders on their day, they're all also very capable right and it's tournament football and tournament football is defense first football it might work out but i just think the defensive level has gone down a bit and he's not going to get the best out of the attacking team the attacking players but um just a question aaron and sorry so you know when you say you think england be the flop your your you, sorry your pick as the the flop of the tournament is that them not getting out of the group or is that no, them I think, going out the first knockout stage or i think first or yeah i think first or even quarterfinals. I don't know if that is that flop for you. I'm not sure, but I think quarterfinals so. is quarterfinals in a World Cup. I mean, 
Well, I think if they get to a quarterfinals, I don't think that it would be regarded as a flop. I don't think anyone would be because you're probably playing France in the quarters. I could yeah, be wrong fine. On that. Yeah, fine. If they go to France, then you probably say like they've lost the better team. Uh, mm. I think that I think every game they they play <clears> is um, tricky because they play a lot of like unknown teams, and that's what that kind of worries it's- me a bit. Um, there's a great stat. I don't know sorry, if you've seen it. It's always kind of a stat. So England's group is the only group that has four teams that are ranked in the top 20 FIFA rankings, which I didn't know. And I, I haven't actually the verified. Top 20 FIFA rankings? Apparently they are. Wales, Iran, and USA. You can check it. I, I heard it on the radio the other day. Um, wow. I think it's Stuart Pierce that said it, actually. Yeah, I think it's Stuart Pierce. So, yeah. Someone can ver- verify it. One of our five. five Fine. Players. I think every game they could... You could see it going wrong, and there isn't a, a banker in there that where you say like they're three points, and you know that they yeah you know, there's not a Saudi Arabia in there. Where you Iran, think, actually. I think Iran are tricky. They didn't they win the Asia Asia Cup or am I making that up? So I I don't know that much about Iran, but I thought what I thought was quite interesting is um that I, I think it was is his name John McKenzie. Like I I feel really bad if I've got his name wrong, but he's one of the guys who contributes for Tifo. And he did that analysis where I think he, what he was trying to do is he, he tried to take all the teams and put them into buckets in their style of play. So they put, oh, yeah, he put yeah, four yeah. buckets. I don't know if you saw it, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the buckets was um, high, was was kind of possession, high pressing, basically. Yeah. And if you look at the possession-based high pressing teams, like six, there was about eight teams in there. And six out of those eight teams were like, really good teams. They're like, you know, the Brazils and, you know, the teams that you imagine are going to probably compete to win it. And there were like two other teams who play that style. And one of them was Iran. Um, and so I'm quite intrigued to watch them, therefore, as a, like, you know, a team who in theory, you know, I guess to play, you know, in in, in my mind, if you want to play possession-based high-pressing football, you need very high-quality players. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see based on just that analysis as how, how they do and. Maybe I mean Aaron, and like you say, if I, I didn't, I didn't know if they won the Asia Cup. That or might not be right. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting Iran. And I mean, someone else confused. I mean, we've we've so, been getting a lot of teams confused yeah. on this. Like, the thing with England's group is right. England Iran the first game. I mean, everyone's expecting England to win that game, and if they win that game, which they should, right? It's kind of like I was going to compare it to like Arsenal playing. I don't know. Some someone they should beat name a team i don't know but you know if england win that game you've got one foot in the next round really if you win your first game and it's just all about winning your first game i think the wales game is going to be really really interesting that's going to be tricky because um it's wales basically right it's, it's kind of like a it's almost like a local derby and the usa game from what i understand i've not watched usa at all but i understand they've got a really really exciting team did um, canada beat them recently canada beat them was that in the like deciding game or something like that towards the end of the qualifications? I, I don't know. The USA were already through or something like that. Or maybe no, USA, they put USA into the playoffs, didn't they? And then USA had to go and uh, beat someone in like New Zealand or something like that. So they've got Aronson, who I now know is American, not Canadian. And they've got uh, Pulisic. <laughs> they've got Pulisic and they've got another guy going forward who's, a, I can't remember who it is, but they've got like a, I think a decent kind of front three, front four. Um so I think I agree with you. It's going to be a tough group, but oh, I don't know if England don't qualify, mate. 
that is oh yeah that would be huge I, mean, the I think it's just like there's there's a lot of potential banana skins they could easily get three wins right but should get three yeah they should right but if england like if england get second in that group that's a that's uh, a failure that, in itself. That failure? Yeah. And I mean I think they I mean if you get second and go and go on to get to the semis in the final, then no, but no one cares, right? it's pretty yeah, it's pretty bad to get mm. second in that group. There's yeah. no other big boys. There's no other But there's boys. the whole peaking early thing, right? You know, there are team there are tournaments where was it Spain who lost their first game and won the World Cup? And was it France who did the same thing? Mm. Like Yeah, so I think it's I think look, obviously I want England to do well, right? But oh, by the way, I, breaking news: Karim Benzema is out of the World Cup. Oh, really? No way! Yeah, I heard there were rumors of that earlier on today, but I didn't think it was. Oh, that's a shame. Day. Um, maybe they will get past France and England. <laughs> Do you think uh, Alex Lacazette's Giroud. turned his phone on? No, Giroud. Giroud, Giroud will probably <laughs> play. Yeah, but he's, he's in the squad. Yeah. He's in the squad. Someone's in the squad. Up, oh. isn't it? No, 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 no Giroud, Giroud is in the squad. <laughs> oh right, yeah, Giroud's in the squad. Like Lacazette, say, Lacazette's like... getting uh, operation Lacazette. with his vocal cords. I think. <laughs> oh, is that, oh yeah, is he actually? I thought he was ha- actually having. I an think operation. he actually is. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. not right now, but now I'm saying is in it's Giroud's time to shine, man. Isn't he like all-time top scorer? Yeah, like two or three goals away from. Yeah. Um, being their all-time top scorer, which is a uh, fair play to him. I'm very happy for him. He's got. A, um, I've grown very fond of Jury since he's left Arsenal. Actually, I just think he's like. When he, what about when he celebrated winning the Europa League against us, mate? Oh yeah, maybe not. That. <laughs> but, um, no, but I just think he's a very like consistent striker. He's just like he's not. You know what you're going to get. He's consistent, you know yeah. yeah, and he just consider he just delivers at that level of like just above average well, for. They- yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, they've got him, they've got Griezmann, they've got Mbappe could play through the middle, they've got options. I think Griezmann will probably uh, probably play like Giroud and Griezmann behind him and then Mbappe out wide, I reckon, the Benzema yeah. start around. Uh, Dembele will start, surely. Does he start for France? I'm pretty Coman, sure he does. does. Coman, is he French? Kingsley Coman? No, I don't think Kingsley Coman starts, though. Uh, and this King to in French, yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, yeah, let's let's. Do you know what the Do you know what the lesson learned here? Let's stick to Arsenal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, yeah, I, I agree. It's a lot first and last. <laughs> yeah. He's been pants, uh, but conscious of time. He's been pants. Is the who we think is, yeah. Who who is the guy that like midway through the tournament or just before they're going to get knocked out? The commentators go like, "Geez, this guy—he—he—he's he, really been pants." Um, it's spread. Ooh. So, Mize has gone for Harry Kane. Yeah. Aaron has gone for Lukaku. I've gone for Ronaldo, and Nero has gone for Ronaldo. So, I, I caveat this with like, I didn't when I made this prediction, I didn't realize Lukaku was actually injured and probably unlikely to play <laughs> for like the first two or three games. So, um, I think yeah, he um, well, he can't be pants if he's not playing. I guess. Pick another one then. Who who else would you say? If you could, pick? I would have. I was considering going Ronaldo actually, um, but let me think. Come back to me. Why don't you tell me why you went? Kane? I want to talk about Ronaldo. Oh, then, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. Do you want to go? Do you want to go Kane? Do you want to do the Kane? Thing? Yeah, the Kane thing is is place for talking. <laughs> so actually, funny. I've got, I've got I've got Sky Sports news on right now, right? And like immediately, just as you said his name, you know, the footage of the. Um, the Indian England fans came up and like, there's a guy with Harry Kane on his shirt. <laughs> so oh, uh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, the, the paid fans. Yeah. 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 So go um, on. Uh, <laughs> Harry Kane. Um, I mean, look, he, he won the golden boot 
last tournament, uh, sorry, last World Cup. But I think he scored five goals and three of them were penalties. I could be wrong on that, but there was a high proportion of penalties. And um, I'm not sure he's going to kind of get as lucky this time around. Um, he's coming into this tournament. Conte said he's absolutely knackered. I think pretty much like paraphrasing or paraphrasing what he said, but I think it was close to that. Um, but he's a he's a he's a he's a joke of a saying that, isn't he? Because he played Harry Kane in the yeah oh yeah yeah oh exactly like he's yeah yeah, uh, yeah fine but he's exactly he's playing every game, yeah. um, and I, I kind of have this feeling similar to what Aaron was saying. Right? I think England will get out of the group, and I think they'll be okay in terms of that. But I don't think England. I think England England are going to struggle quite a bit. And I don't think it's going to be as comfortable as people are expecting. People are looking at semi-final in the World Cup, final of the Euros. Oh, okay. Next step is winning the tournament or basically doing really, really, really well. But I don't think it's going to be as straightforward. I think we've got a pretty tough group. Um, and I think as a result, Kane might might suffer or might struggle. Um, and that's pretty much why I've gone for him. Gone for him. I think you probably still get a couple of goals, but he's favourite to win the Golden Boot, from my understanding. I think he's like, I think he's favourite to win the Golden Boot ahead of like some ridiculous players. He's he's favourite ahead of like Messi. Well, we can check it, but um, and look, he's still like scored. you say, it's part, partly because of the role he plays in the team, isn't it? For England, yeah, and he, he takes penalties. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's assuming that England, like England, in the last World Cup played. Was it Trinidad? No, who do they play? Was it Trinidad and Tobago? They played someone. They smashed them. No. They played a team. They won like 6-0 and Kane got a couple of goals. Lingard scored a really good goal. That I'm not sure that's going to happen this time around. Um, so yeah, I, I've gone for Kane because, because I think expectation is for England to do well, Kane has to score a lot of goals and I'm not sure he will. So I've gone for Kane. Oh, my um, I went for Ronaldo because partly because of just all the stuff that's going on at the moment, right? So um, again, the he's been pants thing. I think it's a relative thing versus expectations and he'll be in the limelight after all his interview about, you know, thinking Man United is a car crash and, and how he needs to get out and all that kind of stuff. I think there's a lot of pressure on him. Like now, I think he's put a lot of pressure on his back to um, show that he is still a top class player because Man United are probably about to rip up his contract. Right. So he's this, this world cup is him playing in some ways, I think for his, his next move. If he has a, rubbish tournament he's still Ronaldo he'll still have like interest of course but I think if he smashes this tournament then you know that could um yeah I think that'll open up a lot of options for him um Mm. but I don't think that uh, I'm not sure that it'll happen he's also someone that he strikes me as someone who when the rest of the team are playing for him at the moment I think he'll struggle with that and I'm not sure Portugal I just don't get this vibe from Portugal that they're all behind him. Because yeah. he made this comment anyway, right, in um, in the interview where he sort of said that if the Portuguese media are also like kind of, you know, part of the media who have always been putting pressure on him, etc. I don't think that there's that much love for, for him in Portugal at the moment for one reason or another. Like, And I think the team, given there's a couple of Man United players there as well, I think it's a little bit weird. Um, there's like There's been that talk for a while about you know, Fernandez versus Ronaldo in terms of does Ronaldo get the best out of Fernandez and vice versa, like in for Portugal and for, for, for Man United. Um, I don't know if Fernandez is looking at it now going, maybe I need to make Portugal my team now. Maybe it's my time. Like I need to be the leader in this team and like, you know, following this interview, perhaps that those dynamics, I don't know. 
So for that reason, I think that Portugal, I think Portugal may struggle overall anyway. Um, a struggle in the sense, I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to, you know, they, they're going to win it. I don't think they'll be in the semis. Um, uh, but I, I, I don't, I don't know if Ronaldo is going to have a very good tournament. Gosh, I do think actually if Portugal drop Ronaldo, I don't think they will. I think their biggest yeah. problem is they're like, they're kind of stuck with him and they don't want to drop him. Yeah. If they did drop him, yeah. I reckon they could be a bit of a surprise package. Mm. Um, got, they've got Rafael Leal as well, haven't they? The, yeah. Um, Joao Felix. Yeah, um, Felix. Yeah. But none of those are number nines, are they? I think Rafael Leal is, isn't he? Is he not? I thought Leal is, like, is a wide player. Oh, is he? Okay. I th- I'm pretty sure Leal is a, is a wide player. I'm pretty sure. I may have got that wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's predominantly a, um, a wide man. Okay. But it's it's this thing, right? You you feel I, I I kind of agree with what you said, Raj. Like you do feel like teams are now, whether it's club or country, have to accommodate Ronaldo as opposed to wanting to pick him, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um and and yeah, I mean it, it, and obviously he's he's it's almost like he's bigger than Portugal. I know that sounds a bit weird, but like he's almost like he's well, bigger, yeah, this, yeah. Like do you know what I mean? And so it's like it's just this this conundrum, and obviously, and again, it's kind of similar. To, it's similar-ish to Messi, right? It's, it's, it has to be surely his last tournament. Yeah, well, well, yeah, well yeah, World yeah, Cup, exactly. definitely his last yeah. World Cup, right? I don't know if, who knows, right? The guy's a machine, but maybe he'll make the next Euros. But I don't know. But last World Cup, he will, and he he's obviously got a shitload to not prove. He hasn't got anything to prove, but he's obviously going to want to make a point, yeah. just because it's it's him and everything that's happened over the last few months. So, like. On that basis, I'm not saying he'll necessarily have an amazing tournament, but he might be. He might just want to just, just turn up, really, just turn up and kind of almost like show everyone, like you say, like he's playing for his next move. Is he even playing for his next move though? Because if you're signing Ronaldo, you know what you're getting, right? It's not like I, you don't. Know. I think but he's going to try. I think he's going to try. He's probably he has this belief that he is still a Champions League level player, right? And if he can, is like, sorry, go on. Okay, I guess it's a broad spectrum, but yeah, yeah. if he does well, and he he could do well because international football is a level below the top of the Premier League, right? Like the the international football standard is different, where you just need to turn up in big moments, and Ronaldo can do that. Um, but if he doesn't, he doesn't give you anything else. Yeah. So. Fair enough. He could easily could easily win the golden boot, <laughs> but um, if he has a good got... World Cup, I, I, I can see someone like Chelsea going in for him because I, uh, I think that a lot of it, right, is still. I know you, what you, you guys mean in terms of you know you, you know what you're going to get to some extent with Ronaldo and whatever, but I think the fans do play quite a big part nowadays, and maybe they always have. You could you, you could argue, but I think right now, like fans have. Um, I think seeing a lot of teams do well now who aren't necessarily kind of um, uh, orientated around kind of, you know, big named players. They are kind of, you know, the, if we look what's happening in the Premier League with Arsenal, for example. Um, and I, I think that there's a lot of big teams who would be hesitant about signing Ronaldo um, in terms of fans, sorry, fans who would be hesitant of, of bringing in Ronaldo at his age, um, et cetera, and, and what that might mean to the dressing room. So, I think, though, that there are a lot of owners who would still really like him for various reasons. And I think, therefore, if he has a big tournament, I think a lot of owners would be like, oh, the fans would be really up for this as well. And that might kind of help push them, yeah. personally. Yeah, I think 
But I think you're right. If he plays, I think Portugal will struggle and he will struggle. So, yeah, I was... Yeah, I think I'd probably agree that Ronaldo would be one of them who could flop. Um, but, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, let's say, like, if... I don't think Portugal would be too unhappy if he, like, took a knock in the first game. And... <laughs> And he was out for and like three so- games. He solves that problem. Fair enough. What would be really interesting is, let's say he gets injured, and then Portugal make the final. Oh, um, yes. Oh, wow. Well. Then do you play Ronaldo in the final? It's like what happened in the Euros when they won. Didn't he get injured? He got injured in the final. In the game. In the oh, yeah, game. The and, final. Then yeah. and then, yeah. Ed but let's just say, like, they, yeah, they get to the final because he got injured. He comes back. He would do everything to be fit yeah, he would. for a cup final. Would, and I think would. he would probably pay, like, He'd probably just bribe the manager with like all his money. He'd just, be like, just start me. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the thing. Portugal have got like they've got some they've got good players. really good players, man. Really, they do really good players. Cancelo, Again, like Bernardo Silva, Bernardo Silva, Cancelo, um, Pepe, Ruben Diaz, is which is mad. Yeah, yeah. Neves from uh, yeah. Is it Courtois still in golf? Is it no? Courtois is Belgian. Sorry, guys, guys, I was literally going to joke. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. some random country. Yeah. Like you just, I didn't even have to joke. Oh, who's their goalkeeper? It's the Wolves goalkeeper, isn't it? Well, they've got a couple. They've got the ex ex Wolves ex Wolves keeper, uh, Patricio. The and whole, then, um, oh yeah, okay. The current Wolves keeper. Shall we go to our last question? Yeah, like, we, are, we are destroying <laughs> people's time here. Um, <laughs> coming up with fake nationalities and shit. Okay, um, the last, <laughs> the, la- the last question. <laughs> Baller ball alert! So this was really intended to be breakthrough player. Okay. Ooh. So. Saliva. So. Saliva. Okay. That's that's interesting. Right. Oh, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. Right. Read out. Yeah, I'm reading out. I'm going to read out. So. Mize, when he he requested, um, he, he did, Mize and Aaron both did the same thing. They both gave a name of a player and said, "If that's effectively too mainstream, then let's go X." So what Mize said was, Mize went for Saka, but gave Kamavinga as an alternative. Aaron went for Musiala um, and went for Gabby as an as an alternative. Um, I went for William Saliba. And uh, Nero went for uh, Gabriel Martinelli. Um, the interesting thing I find about like your both your guys' picks, right, is like you're like Aaron's alternative to Musiala is Gabby, who like that's not really like an out there thing. Like he just won the Golden Boy Award, right? So he is like, yeah, <laughs> okay. So in theory, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, fine. I get, but then like I was just like, does I wasn't even sure if Gabby starts for. I don't think does he start for Spain. I don't, um, I don't know. So I was just like, I think Musiala probably get is a bit more established. I don't know if Musiala starts for for Germany, does he? I think he is predicted to start. I think is he? Because they haven't got a striker, right? Because Werner uh, he's not. But I think I think so they, they, they think Havertz is going to play up front. I think Havertz, I think Havertz is Havertz. like. So, but to isn't it front. isn't it Nabri, Muller, Sane behind? I don't know I, if Muller will start. Oh, okay, okay. So I, I, I don't think know. Musiala will play in the hole. Um, I think it'll be one. I think Müller will start. It'll probably be also. How old is Thomas Müller? How is he still playing World Cups? Yeah, I know. Well, I feel like he's been in like every World Cup that I can remember. Yeah, basically. yeah, he's, but, he's um, insane. Why don't you mate? You talk talk to us about Musiala and and yeah, let let go for that. You don't necessarily need so to talk about Gabby. Yeah, Musiala. I think he's established himself in the 
the Bayern team, the the Germany team, and he gets like he's just come through, and he's like he's a player that like is a type of player that will like make highlights reels. Um, whereas I think, you know, although I think Saliba is an excellent shout actually, because Saliba is a type of defender who will actually make highlight reel. But I was like, who will start consistently and who's in a team that will like do well. And then who is able to like, just be a bit hipster and kind of just like, who is not super well-known in England where, um, I think they could do well. And the other way I was I actually do think will do really well is Bellingham, but Again, he's just a bit more established and a bit more mainstream, and you know, he he could be like in an international level, like even Saka, like at an international level, he probably is a bit more breakout because maybe not everyone, maybe Brazilian journalists or German journalists probably don't know as much about Saka or Bellingham. But I think Musiala is probably like if you ask a German fan, it's going to be like, how do you not know who this guy is? Mm. Like he's great. Um, and I think it's it's that he's that kind of level where I think he's you know skillful. He'll get load of assists, and he'll just kind of run a few games. Yeah, Musiala also um, uh, went to primary school in my town here. Yeah, nice. yeah, and he went to secondary school at Whitgift in South London. Um, but uh, is is German, I think, uh, originally, and uh, I think he's half German, I think. Um, originally and, and then select and they, they moved to germany or, or whatever but um but anyway uh sorry segue my <laughs> like saka is a saka is an interesting shout isn't he because yeah, he's like, a saka i've not heard like, of him yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly you know i mean the, the, guys we've got this guy can now, you say breakthrough can you no, say breakthrough, okay, which is okay, arguably the most there's a slash there with but even Camavinga, you can't really um it's kind of what aaron was saying right i think saka is on a premier league level is established um he's well known he's rated but probably on an international level, not quite yet. And I think if Southgate, um, like you were saying, Aaron, and he's a nailed on starter. I don't think he is a nailed on starter because he likes Sterling. He likes Kane and he likes Foden and he might go with that as a front three. Oh, mate, if he doesn't start Saka, then he should just Southgate yeah, he should, should, retire, he should retire. He should, he should just, he should just, <laughs> just jump from yeah. a very high building. No, that's a bit harsh, but he should, he should, he, yeah, it, it's, it's, if you don't start Sack, if you don't start the guy who's kind of in form for the team that are top of the league at the moment, then I'm not sure really what what, what you can say about that. Yeah. But uh, maybe he doesn't. But you know, I think if Saka kind of gets enough, well, not even just gets enough minutes. I think if Saka plays majority of the tournament, I think he could really, really kind of shine. Um, we all like. I don't need to kind of say what. I don't need to say anything about Saka in terms of his qualities, right? We all know between us. I just think. Um, he it just feels like he's got this mentality where nothing phases him, nothing, literally nothing phases this guy. Yeah. 21 years old, he takes everything in his stride. He's just got that kind of mental resilience, mental kind of strength where, yeah, World Cup, cool. I'm gonna I'm just gonna do what I do. Basically, I'm gonna do what I do week in, week out. And if he if he starts games and if he if Southgate puts his trust in him, doesn't play him wing back and plays him in his right wing position that he should play, then I completely, I, f- I feel like, yeah, he could, he could really just, you know, shine in this tournament. The only reason I put Kamavinga in there as well is because I thought 
because we're Arsenal, uh, mm-hmm. does Saka count as a, as an option? And if he doesn't, I put Camavinga in there because, yeah, um, because obviously, look, France's injury problems. They haven't got a central midfield. Camavinga is likely to start alongside Chermaini. Is that how you say yeah. his name? Mm. Yeah. And I've not seen that much of Camavinga being all on in, in all honesty, but he seemed to come on in the Champions League games at the back end, like the, the quarterfinals, the semifinals against City and Chelsea, I think it was. Yeah. And he came on and it was like he started the game. Like he came on and he just adapted to this pace of the game. He adapt- Both those games were quite crazy because they're both second legs at the burnabout. I think I could be wrong. And it felt like Madrid like needed a goal. There's something crazy going on where like it was a bit of a frantic end to the game, but he just came on and you could just see the quality. You could see why they probably spent so much money on him. And yeah. um, it looks like he's going to be starting for France and he's going to be kind of like the fulcrum in, 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 in central midfield. Um, and I guess as a result of that, with all of the other good players that are around him, I think he could really, really shine as well this tournament. So yeah, they're the two players I've gone for, but there's so many, there's there's quite literally, like Musiala was on my list and I literally was messaging Raz, Musiala, delete, Musiala, delete, and I went for Saka. <laughs> so there were so many, there's so many good players. I'm really interested to see why you picked um, Saliba because in my eyes, Saliba doesn't play any minutes, but I've heard that Ooh. they might go three at the back. That could be nonsense as well, I don't know. Who do you think starts for France at centre-back? Who do you think? Who's well, Kimpembe who, who got injured, right? Yeah, he got injured. Is Varane, is Varane fit? Varane's injured as well. Is he, is he fit? He's been, on and off in, he's been on and off injured. But yeah, I think he is fit enough to be in the squad. Uh, I actually don't know, mate. I, I think know. Saliba should start. I think he's definitely good enough to. I don't know if he will. I haven't... Has he played many games for the senior team? Yeah, I think so. I think, like, I think... I, I think that over the last season, he's he's been in every squad. Like, not um, he's been he's 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 been a regular in the squad, and I think he has got minutes. I think that I think you. So can I read out the defenders? Yeah, we just got it. I think I think this is the current right. So Pavard, okay, not centre back. Kunde, yeah, Varane, yeah. both the Hernandezes, Theo and Lucas. I don't know who this guy is. Badia Shili from Monaco. Mm. Falan Mendy, so left back, I think. Upper Meccano, Canate. Yeah, there's a lot of competition there, isn't it? But in terms of centre back, it's a fair shout because and then sorry, Saliba as well. So Canate, I don't know. I actually don't know who start. I actually don't know. Varane, I would assume if he's fit, he starts. Canate, I reckon, but I think he's only been playing, he's only been in and around the France squad. Since he moved to Liverpool, right? That's um, a really interesting yeah. show, actually. That's because look, if you mate, if Sal- if Saliba starts, hundred percent, I would I would probably change mine to Saliba as well. If I, I reckon he does start, start, I reckon he start. I don't know if they play a back five. I don't know what that does. Um, they probably drop. Yeah. They might even drop one of those central midfielders into the mm. into defense or something like that. But have France ever played a back five? I've never. I didn't realize they did. I I don't know. I don't, so let's assume for a second he, he he'll start. Like so, I, I thought I thought he would, and let's let's assume that he would. And I think that I still don't think that everyone outside of even Arsenal fans, I think, appreciate how good he is. And that's just because you know we've we've been watching him for ninety minutes every every week. And I think in the Premier League, because we're doing so well, generally outside of Arsenal fans in the Premier League, you know, people are are, are watching him and acknowledging that. You know, he's done really well. I think he's been in a lot of people's team of the season so far. 
but you know the world cup really does put people on a different stage um and i think that he's a sort of guy like that i think he wouldn't be phased by it at all i don't think the the world cup itself would get to him um and i think it could be the tournament where like i want I, I also wanted to go for a defender in my either he's been pants or baller question i wanted to go for a defender or goalkeeper just to um just to be a little bit different in that way but i do think that it might be the tournament where he announces himself um or maybe what announce himself yeah maybe announce himself like to 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 a more kind of global stage i don't necessarily think that's not going to be a good Bad thing for us Arsenal, yeah yeah i don't think yeah <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that's a great shout i think um it is a great shout if he sh- I, even if he doesn't start i think with france's injury issues you can see them conceding goals and maybe rotating their defenders around a bit um and yeah, I th- yeah, I think he could do well. I mean, if he does start, you're right. I think he'll do very, very well. Yeah, and Nero's Nero's gone for Martinelli, and um, it's it's an interesting shout, isn't it? Because I I think most people probably don't think he's going to see very many minutes. So I don't know if you saw there was like this footage that was sort of released of their training, yeah, and he looked like say. elite. He looked brilliant. Is that what you're going to say? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, he's really impressed in training the, in the camp. Apparently, he's really impressed in training just yeah from what i've read and what i've heard but martin is quite interesting is that that is an interesting shout as well because they they obviously have so many options um in the, in those attacking positions but martinelli is a kind of player that 20 minutes to go you bring martinelli on he is like he's just incessant right he's just non-stop and He's he's exactly what you he's basically exactly what you want when when you've got a tied defense in the knockout stages, you bring Martinelli on with 10, 15, 20 minutes to go. He's just going to go at that left back, uh, sorry, at that right back, like nonstop. Assuming that's where he, that's where he comes on. So he's kind of like the perfect player for 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 that kind of situation. So it's not a bad shout to be honest, because if Brazil do go quite far in the tournament, he might actually get some decent minutes. Um, but yeah, it all it all comes down to. Um, you know, does the manager have faith in him like Arteta has faith in him? So maybe not, but yeah. It will be interesting. Yeah, we'll be talking one and, one and a half I, hours. What I'll I go. can see happening quickly is like, <laughs> yeah. sorry, yeah. this actually isn't that good a point, but now <laughs> 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 you put a time pressure on it. But, um, <laughs> it's not worth extending the episode by another 30 seconds, but I can see a situation where Brazil, let's say they win their first two games and they're already through they might play Martinelli in the third game. Mm. Um, and then he might just play so well because he's going to be so hungry that he almost forces himself into, okay, he's not going to start, but he could force himself to be that first sub that comes on, like you say, Mize. And then mm. he could, like, he just needs to take his chance if he gets it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I was just going to ask you guys, just before we end, I guess we're coming to an end, but England your predictions on what happens to England and where we, we, I say we, but where England, uh, how they, how they do in this tournament. I personally don't think that, I think they'll go out. I don't think, I think they'll get through the group, but I think they'll go out. Um, I think they'll go out in the, in the first knockout or, or you know, maybe, maybe they'll get through that and get on the next one. I actually think that, I think the weather is an issue. It looked like well, this isn't good weather for English players, man. Like we're not used to this shit. Like, is that I think really that, a thing? I, I, I think so. I genuinely think so. Wait, all, the, all the stadiums are air conditioned, apparently. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. But there's like an air humidity that. thing that like, you know, the, uh, yeah, I think that, I think the, 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 the fact that the buzz in the UK hasn't been that high, like it's not like a night, like, you know, when you've got mm. mid season and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and you've got, uh, you know, teams like Brazil and Argentina, like we've said, who, you know, this always means so much. So agnostic of what any, any other crap that's going on, like this is a huge deal. Um, you know, the, Man, like in England, the whole time, like for example, like the LGBT stuff is is huge here, and it's been huge in the press about kind of you know Qatar's relationship with LGBT uh, rights, etc. Brazil don't care. Brazil have got like a fairly right wing government in place anyway. Like they 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 don't care about this stuff. This is not what's in the press. It's not like it's all still probably been about football there. So they've just been. So I think you know it's. I, I just think I, I feel like the England players are like, I feel like this is a bit of an inconvenience. <laughs> and I know it's the World Cup, it's England, but I think, you know, I, I, I can't, I, I can't see us doing very well. What about you, Aaron? Uh, yeah, I think, I think where are we going to predict? I think they could go out to Senegal in the uh, round of 16. So, so quite so question then, like, just to, to wrap it up in that way. So, so, so my, you, you thought England were going to be a flop, right? I said England. Was it, uh, no, you were not Okay. So, sorry, where do you think England are going to be? Me? My. Oh, sorry. I think, oh, if they don't get out of the group, that is a, that is a, that's a shocking, uh, that, that's, 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 that's terrible. But I think if they top the group, they've got, a, I, I don't think they should have any problems against, Whoever finishes second in the in, in from Group A, so I think as as a minimum quarterfinal, and I think it's France in the quarterfinal. I could be wrong, um, but mate, we've got like I, th- I don't know. I just think England England actually on paper have actually got a very very good team. Yes, the defense is a bit dodgy, but you've got Rice and Bellingham, you've got Kane, Saka, Sterling, Foden, Grealish. All they're sorts all of all sorts of options. They're all such think- good players. They actually are good, and they're playing in the best league in the world, right? So, um, I, I, they, they minimum quarterfinals for me. And then, if you're coming up against a big team, a big a big country, you know, who knows what happens? And if it's France and France play as well as they can, then France probably, you know, they've got very good players, so they might they might beat us, but they should beat us probably. But yeah, quarterfinals, I think, is a minimum. Is a minimum. I, I do stand corrected, like Nick Mac in his comments um, about humidity. That's right. I use the wrong word. It's not humidity. Like it's that kind of oven heat <laughs> when you get out of the plane in the Middle East, and it's just like you come out of a come out of an oven. Yeah. Um, it's that kind of heat, not humidity. We just just sh- shout out Nick Mac because he's um, he's been interacting, commenting the whole episode. I know Raj, you haven't seen it because you've been sharing your screen, but um, no, thank you, Nick Mac, for the uh, comments and the questions and everything. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. So, like, 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 my final point w- was about. Um, therefore, based on what we all think are going to happen to England, do we think that Gareth Southgate will be sacked after the World Cup? No, I think. I, I don't think. Be, yeah, he might leave. I don't think he'll be sacked. I think it's time. I think even if Gareth Southgate wins, or say England get to the final, I think he'll leave. I think it's, it's time for Arsenal. Awesome. Yeah, it's time for Arsenal. Awesome. Right, should we wrap up this one hour, 35 minute episode? 
Yes. I mean, it was fun. I mean, like, hey, I'm a little bit more up for the World Cup now, to be honest, um, after chatting, you know. Um, what time do, do we kick off tomorrow? What time does it kick off tomorrow? Four. Four. Yeah. Apparently, it's like the greatest, so the uh, pre-match, whatever, or pre-tournament, what was it called? Opening ceremony, sorry. Yeah. Apparently, it's like the best fireworks show you've ever seen in your entire life, so oh, tune in for that. I caught All up, right, let's do it. Oh, well done. Good man. <laughs> um, right, guys, appreciate it. Aaron, you'll be on your world tour. I will be watching <laughs> most of the World Cup in India. Madison Square Garden. So, if... Um, any of our subscribers are in India and there are any good places to watch the World Cup, let me know. Madras Square Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, India's a big place. You can't just say India. Oh, anyway, I'm going literally all around India. So, oh, okay. um, literally, there's a chance I will be coming to your city. So, <laughs> um, let me know. No, honestly, if there are any Indian fans who want to meet up for a drink or something, I'm around. You should do is so you should find the location and just publish that location and see if anyone shows up we're well sad if no one turns up i mean the chances are highly likely no one shows up all the females females yeah what could go wrong exactly (laughs) exactly all right guys thank you very much good chat um and i will talk to you guys soon everyone thank you for joining um this this live stream thank you for yeah if you were listening live really really appreciate you listening live knickknack you've been our main man this show so appreciate that um and uh yeah everyone take care enjoy the world cup and um have a nice christmas we will probably record before christmas so um, arsenal are still top of the league arsenal still top of the league. five points top <sighs> get in all right boys take it easy yeah. good night right right <laughs>